Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Michael Mashey Show. Broadcasting from our studios on the beautiful island of Anguilla. Michael is the director of entertainment for the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa in Anguilla and the owner of Michael Mashey Entertainment Agency, which has provided quality entertainment since 1985. To join the show live, call us at 516-418-5590. And now... Here's Michael Mashey. Well, 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 good morning out there, everybody. We are Michael Mashey Live. I am Michael Mashey, joined as always by my brilliant producer and my wife, Blanca. Good, well, good afternoon now. Good afternoon. No, we start you know, five minutes before noon, so for us it's morning, and then we're like, good morning. That's right, <laughs> and it's May 31st. It's the day after Memorial Day, and over here in Anguilla, we had Anguilla Day yesterday, it too. It was our first Anguilla Day. It was very, very nice. Yeah, we saw all of the Anguillan boats go across the island, you know, around the island, and it was really pretty that they all, you know, landed back in sandy ground. That's right. It took about three and a half hours for the boats to make it their way around the island. That's right. And, because and it's so tiny. It's 35 square mile paradise. You drive about 15 minutes, you can get from one one end of the island to the other. That's right. Um, but again, we are broadcasting from Anguilla, uh, from the Cuisinart Golf Resort and, and Spa Studios. And uh, we have a fantastic guest today. Um, I'm, excited I'm excited to talk too. with her. You know, we... Um, she is a star of Broadway. She's been on so many wonderful Broadway shows. She's been in so many wonderful television shows that bring back so many memories. Um, we're going to talk all about that and also some fantastic movies as well. We're going to talk about all that. But right now, I want to introduce to you Anita Gillette. Anita Gillette, welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you, Michael and Blanca. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We're so honored to have you. I saw lots of the shows you were on. Oh, well, I got to tell you, we're, yeah, we, we were talking to your, your pal, uh, Penny Fuller, uh-huh. just the other day. Mm-hmm. So we've been so My excited skin to, twister, to, you mean? Yeah, your, your, your skin <laughs> twister. That is right. We've had so much fun watching your production. I mean, it's really great. Thank God for YouTube. It brings that to everybody. Oh, my. I, did, I haven't even <laughs> noticed. I guess what you saw, what you said, that was an incredible video you put up, by the way. How oh, did you get that you. footage from Moonstruck? That's amazing. Yeah. Secrets. It's secrets. Trade secrets. It's <laughs> great. No, but you know, it's Boy. funny. While I was while I was doing that production, uh, this was just a commercial just for the for our upcoming show here for today. Um, boy, it brought, brought back so many memories, and yeah. I, I mean, we have so much we want to talk about, but my goodness, you worked yeah. with so many great people, including all the television game shows. Match Game was what my probably my favorite television show. I mean, for game show. That was a great show. Yeah, I like that. It was. $50, it pyramid. was. That was mine. Match game was <laughs> great, but uh, you oh, know, I really preferred pyramid. Was the, 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 the that pyramid was really the best. I, sure, it, I like that it, one a lot. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, because well, you needed a brain to do that. <laughs> that's true. That is true. You know, Gene Rayburn wanted you to come up with dirty innuendos yeah. you know, that all the time. And I was a serious game player so and a Sunday school oh, teacher. So <laughs> oh. Good for you. Yes. So that does have that influences what you like. I know. <laughs> well, in doing our research, we find out that you're originally from Baltimore, Maryland, right? That's right, hon. You know that. That's yeah, truth. and I Aww. and I grew I grew up in uh, Silver Spring, Maryland. I was a little kid you did. back there. Yeah, I loved well, so it up you, there. Ah, uh, it's beautiful. It's sort of like they call it like a miniature United States, 
because, you know, they have mountains in the west of the state and they have the ocean on the east of the state, you know, and they right. have the Chesapeake Bay. And it's it's uh, it, it really does have a bit of everything. But the thing I love are those soft rolling hills. They, they really are horse country kind of territory. And um, not that it was great being from Baltimore. You didn't, when early, long ago, you didn't want to tell anybody <laughs> that you were from Baltimore, the city. And uh, I don't know how it is uh, now, but I I had a great uh, childhood there. It was a great place to grow up. That's what I I just remember that. I I do remember that. But, um, you know, going back, you you studied at the Peabody Conservatory. Yeah. Your credits, I mean, I'm looking at all of the things that you've done. And what's amazing to me is your Broadway debut was working with the fantastic Ethel Merman in Gypsy. How did you get that gig? <laughs> I mean, for uh, that Broadway's was, debut, that, that's amazing. That was, uh, I auditioned for, um, well, I, I, had, I had been in a little review called Russell Patterson's Sketchbook, for which I, I, I won a Theater World Award. And I didn't know it at the time that I got the job in Gypsy. Uh, um, but I, I will tell you that story sometime um, about <laughs> the, getting the Theater World Award. But uh, I, I auditioned when Lane Bradbury, who was Dainty June, left the show. Uh, her understudy, whose name then was Merle Letout, who ended up being Merle Louise, and quite a wonderful actress she is, too. She did some Sondheim. She did Sweeney Todd, and she's done some other Sondheim things, I believe. Uh, sure. Anyway, she, uh, they, and they needed somebody to understudy Merle. So I auditioned. I got the gig, and uh, as a matter of fact, when I did my audition, Julie Stein said, you know, you're the only person I've seen who might be able to do both, either, either one of these girls. Oh, my goodness. And um, I I was thrilled with that, but I was thrilled that I got the job uh, anyway. But then about three months in, I realized that I was pregnant. I didn't know it when I got into the show, for sure. And... um, and I was, and they were going to fire me. And um, the thing is that I used to go down every single night and stand in the wings and watch Merman do Rose's turn. And I was just, I mean, that's how I cut my teeth. And uh, <laughs> watching her every night. And and I guess what I, I had rather endeared myself to her, because she just see me standing in the wings there, you know, mm-hmm. and she was very nice. She, and the, the incredible thing was she could be talking to me one second and then, you know, putting her hand on my belly because when she knew I was pregnant, you know, Aww. she said... <laughs> She was very sympathetic towards me. And when she found out that they were going to fire me, she said, oh, no, 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 no. The kid stays in the show. I mean, look, she can can still, she can, so she, she doesn't do the splits. Okay, she could still do the cartwheels. You could still do the cartwheels, right? Yeah, she could still do the cartwheels. The kid stays in the show. And that really, I kept, I was in that show till my eighth month. Wow. Yeah, because my baby was sort of like a football, sort of upside, you know, the points were, <laughs> you know, I still had like a waist, but just, to, so if I stay straight all the time, you know, then, then you didn't, you couldn't even tell you couldn't I was see your pregnant. Tummy. 
Right, yeah. right. And the, the Hollywood blondes had all this loose clothing, you know, on, and we only did the second act. And I never, they, they, they got somebody else to, you know, understudy, but they kept me in the course. And um, she just kept my job. She, it, was, it was Ethel Merman who saved my job. And wow. so, you know, the only time you could really see was, I guess, was when I was, in those days, we had the Christmas, the Minsky's Christmas show with all the little Hollywood blondes in, in place in the tree they had, you used to have to climb up these steps and go out through a little door and stand on a platform. And you had a big cape on when you opened your arms, you were in a see-through kind of, you know, a, a see-through costume with little, I had little holly berries in all the necessary places. The key you know. places? Yeah. And when my holly berries started to move east and west, I knew it was time for me to get out of that tree. No costume and all right. Oh, what a story, my goodness. Yeah, oh, that's so funny. You know, our, our guest is uh, our guest is Anita Gillette. If you would like to call into the show, uh, you can dial us at 516-418-5590 and speak with Anita Gillette. Anita, I gotta I gotta go through a list for people of okay. your Broadway credits, and this mm-hmm. might just be some of them. But Carnival, All American, yeah. Mr. President, Kelly, Jimmy, Guys and Dolls, Don't Drink the Water. You played Sally Bowles in Cabaret, which is uh, right. One of my favorite shows, yeah. the great ah. music of Candor and Ebb. And um, they're playing our song and mm-hmm. Brighton Beach Memoirs. Right. And then you were, you were nominated for a Tony Award for Chapter 2? I was, yes. That That's was wonderful. It was. Considering that I started out, as, as Penny and I say in our show, uh, she started out classically trained actress who occasionally sang, and I started as a classically trained singer who wanted to act. And um, right. and and we each got a Tony nomination for the opposite thing we had come to New York for. It was, wow. it was Amazing. odd. Yeah, she was. You know, she got for musical applause, and I got it for a straight play, Chapter Two. Wow. It's in- interesting. And I want to ask you too: yeah. Who played the male role in Cabaret when you were when you were in? Larry Kurt and I went into it Larry together. Larry Kurt. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, wow. Penny stood by in the role, uh, and you know, so she worked with the original cast, and I and I worked with Lenya, and I worked with Guilford, and I worked with uh, um, uh, Larry. We they brought us in at the same time as a pair, and um, but Joel was I didn't work with him until after I left the show, and he did it in Summer Stock for John right. Kinley, and uh, asked me to play Sally with him and um wow that was that was when i i got to work with him uh so it was it was fun it was it was one of the best shows ever it was just it it really was i mean my fair lady really is my favorite because it's straight shaw and i did that in right. summer stock i was i was never tall oh, enough bernard to... shaw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. george bernard shaw I'm was, sorry, was, it, was it George Bernard Shaw? Yes, yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, George Bernard Shaw, straight Shaw, I said, yeah. He, okay, the, the <laughs> I thought that's what you right. read. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm adjusting my headphone. Did I hear that right or am I, <laughs> my ears playing tricks on me? <laughs> 
Well, you know, going over all of those shows, you know, I actually um, was able to get some of the tracks that you sang on some of those, or some of the songs that you sang in the show. Oh. Um, and, you know, from All American, you worked once again with the legendary Ray Bolger, one of my, oh, again, my. one of my favorite actors of all time. I um, know. No one sings Once in Love with Amy better than Ray Bolger. I love that Nobody. guy. And, of course, of course, The Wizard of Oz. Everybody knows. The of character. course. Of but I, w- I would like to I want to play this song and maybe you could set up the uh, set up the song, uh, the song Nightlife from All America. Oh, Nightlife. Oh, that was. Yeah. <laughs> you have to imagine a, a, a sort of college age girl uh, in a sort of see through nighty. I can't. I keep calling about talking about see through things. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, it was. Um, you know, it, 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 first of all, you have to realize that Mel Brooks wrote this script, okay? Oh, wow. So, you know, we're already three feet off the ground in that kind of farce. <laughs> so here, what had happened was that I sort of play as sort of a nymphomaniac kind of girl who was, just has this huge crush on this boy, and she was caught trying to get into the boy's dormitory, the outside window, and she was confined to her room, and so she's mopping the floor. You know, she has nothing to do, so she's she's in these great big Patton Campbell uh, design my costume, and it was, a, it was a wonderful costume. I had these huge bunny slippers, and then I had this <laughs> sort of lovely lavender see-through nighty that and I'm mopping the floor and the you know and I'm singing I need some nightlife and um the lines that you hear in the middle I want to smoke drink and eat Chinese food all of those were <laughs> Mel Brooks he, oh, wow. he wrote he wrote all of that stuff so that's brilliant guy. that's the scene <laughs> All right, well, we're going to hear that right now. This is Anita Gillette, and the song is Nightlife from All American, starring, of course, with Ray (laughs) Bolger. Here's the song. I need some nightlife, a little nightlife. Sunshine is fine for buds on a vine, but I'm no rose. Give me some nightlife. Glamorous nightlife I'm at my best whenever I'm dressed in slinky clothes
Thank you. That's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. We are we are live with the great Anita Gillette. Uh, and if you want to call us live, it's 516-418-5590. And we are going to take a short break and be right back. Hi, friends. This is Michael Mashey. And let me tell you about the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa. 98 luxurious suites and villas, an 18-hole Greg Norman-designed golf course, the Venus Day Spa, five fabulous restaurants, all situated on the most beautiful beach in the Caribbean, Rendezvous Bay. Be sure to check out all of our summer promotions and packages at www.cuisinartresort.com or call to make a reservation, 1-800-943-3210, and tell them Michael Massey told you to call. You're listening to Michael Massey, broadcasting live from Anguilla. We'll be right back. We're here asking people from all over what they think of lifting green tea. Let's hear what people from Texas have to say. Mm -mm. How about China? Mm. Germany? Mm. How about people from the North Pole? Mm. Or Mars? (laughs) What about mimes? Oh, right. People with their jaws wired shut? Yeah, a barbershop quartet. Oh, you guys are great. How about race car drivers? Mm. Mm. Yeah, what about you, high school glee club, here on a field trip? Well, that settles it. It sounds like everyone loves the taste of Lipton green tea. With its protective antioxidants from real tea, it's not just good for you, it's mmm to you. Lipton tea can do that. You're listening to Michael Massey Live. To receive email notifications of future live broadcasts, be sure to click the follow button on your screen. And to listen to podcasts of past broadcasts, just go to iTunes and search Michael Massey Live. If you'd like to join the Michael Massey Live show on the air, call area code 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show. And we are back. This is Michael Mashey Live, along with my wife, Blanca Mashey, right here. And we are with the fantastic, the talented, Anita Gillette. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Anita, fantastic we actually have a call. Fantastic and talented. Wow. What more you could are fantastic, want? brilliant, and talented, and everything that goes along with it. But um, we have a dear friend that's on the line with us right now. We just want to bring him on, and I'm going to put him back on hold because I know he likes to listen to the show. But we have the great Richard Skipper. God love Richard Skipper. Richard, are you the there? Secret Service. Oh, oh that's not Richard. <laughs> 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 oh, happy day after Memorial Day weekend. Did you all have a great oh, time? You too. You too. Same to you. Oh my we God, you. I love Anita. And Anita, you know, it's oh. so funny because yeah. on Facebook it pops up with. It was a year ago. Yesterday that I interviewed you at the Spiral Theater. Oh yes, is that when I had on that red jacket? That's uh, right. Trying... Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was Where does a the fun time interview. <laughs> it goes by like good at that, Richard. Well, you're just like great, Michael Mashi. <laughs> well, I, everything I know, I learned from Michael. Uh, is that right? I don't know about okay. that. No, it's <laughs> vice versa. The feeling is mutual. <laughs> No, no, uh, but Anita, I love you so much. I love you all. I don't want to take up any time because you've got a great interview going on (laughs) and a lot of people coming in, but I want to talk to both you, Anita, later today, and I want to talk to you, uh, Michael. So please give me a call later, both of you. All right. 
Okay. Absolutely. I love you, and I'm just going to sit back and listen. Well, you know, for, for my listeners, I do need to say, rave reviews on your, your uh, May 25th show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thank was fantastic. you so much. I mean, we got I, a I got, rousing start. And yes. uh, we, our next one is on June 20th. And uh, oh. I've got, uh, there's some great things happening that night that I want to talk to Anita about. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll be talk here. a little later. Okay. Absolutely. Richard, I I'll love put you, you back all. on hold so you can listen. We love, love you, you too. too. Thank you. All okay. Right. All right. Mm. He's just so amazing. You know, he's yeah. really the reason why we've been able to get in touch with you, with Penny, and with all these uh, wonderful, wonderful, brilliant, talented uh, actors and actresses. And uh, he's well he, loved. We're just here. so glad. I can tell you that oh, yeah. he really is. You know yeah. what? He's a hard, we need to be hard up worker. There. We he's, need to come he's up with you guys. He's a performer too. He really is. Yes, he is. Yes. Yes. He's, He's do, choosing to do what he's doing, which is fantastic for yeah. all of us. Well, he's helping so many people, and it's just really magnanimous of him. And uh, yeah. we really had particular joy watching the live stream that he had of his May 25th show. We were so happy to see that because, you know, obviously oh, we're not in New York. We're in Anguilla. Somebody thoughtfully was live streaming it from the audience, and we were so pleased, pleased as peaches, to be sitting there and, and being able to watch it. It was wonderful. Oh, that's great. That, you, that, I know they offer that down at, at the Met Room. I think Bernie Fershpan, who uh, runs the place, uh, owns it. He's, uh, I think it's his son uh, who right. does it, but I'm not sure really. But Oh, anyway. we're really happy. I mean, thank God for technology. It just makes everything and seem so right amazing? close. Sometimes I yeah. curse it, but most of the time I'm just grateful for it. Oh, and, and it's just and for good like that, yeah. Yeah, you could get yes. addicted to it, though. You know, sure. you could. <laughs> sure. Well, the best part is, that, you know, reaching people that wouldn't normally get a chance to see something like that. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, That's boy, it. just a, a great uh, outreach. But let's get back to your fantastic work. Okay. Um, you know, some of the other shows that you were in, Mr. President. Now, who yes. did you star? Who starred with you in that? Um, well, uh, Robert Ryan, Nanette Fabre, uh, Jack right. Haskell. Okay. It, it was, it, and and but the big thing was Mr. B, Irving Berlin, and I became right. friends when I oh did my that, goodness that musical. Yes, yes, he he had just uh, returned to uh, writing. Uh, this was his first show in eleven years because he had suffered from a terrible bout of uh, writer's block. And this was a very important show for him, you know. So everybody sure. was very nervous. It was, it was. I mean, we had Josh Logan again. I, I he had directed me in All American, and um, we had uh, Leland Hayward, huge uh, Howard Dietz. I mean, um, uh, oh, Russell Krauss, and uh, it, it 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 was an incredible uh, group of people. Uh, that were Lindsay. It was Howard Lindsay, not uh, Lindsay and Krauss wrote the book. And um, but Mr. Berlin, everybody was really concerned because um, you know he had been in this state of sort of a, I guess a mild depression or something, but he hadn't been right. writing, and mm-hmm. so um, everybody was concerned and I remember the review came out, Elliot Norton in Boston and the headline said, Knee Deep Amongst the Corn hmm. and 
and no, you know, he he we when we got the 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 uh, uh, review, uh, we were told just whatever you do, don't say a word because he's not going to be reading any reviews. Right. So anyway, mm-hmm. that afternoon he came over with the new double number that I sang. You know, that's the thing where we do two melodies at the same time, which he's really right. good at doing. And um, he came over and everybody was stum. Nobody said a word. And he <laughs> said, out of the blue, he said, what do you think about this knee deep amongst the corn bit? Uh, oh, no. <laughs> so we all started going, you know, trying to placate and say, uh, he said, hey, 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 listen, listen, I know my <laughs> my songs are very corny. He said, look at, you know, Blue Skies, oh. that's a corny song. White Christmas, what could be cornier than that? Oh, and my gosh. God bless America, that's really corny. He said, but you know what? <laughs> so is my old Kentucky home. And that was it. It was just Oh, that's so fantastic. Right. It was amazing that he but he was actually a fan I heard of of Stephen Foster. So Wow. Um, but anyway, that was that was how we got through that and laughed the whole rehearsal. So uh, that was good. And we read an amazing you know, experience. Yeah, it was. It to was To work with the Great Irving Berlin. Irving Berlin. Ooh. I mean, I read oh. it, you know. That's yeah, amazing. I, I, I feel I feel blessed that I got to know him well enough to call him my friend, and uh, I called him every year on his birthday and and May 11th, and you know, um, so one day I'm going to do my uh, uh, my next solo show is going to be me and Mr. B. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. I think that'll be good. Yeah. Every song's a winner. That's what I think with him. Yeah, and Robert Ryan singing "It Gets Lonely in the White House." It was just, it was, you know. And I guess when you know it was sort of reflective the Kennedys that at that time we, right. we when we played Washington, um, Jackie at least came to the theater. He second acted it, I guess. Um, but uh, it, it, when he said, you, you know, he talked about the rocking chair in the song. And so it was a tribute, really, to uh, JFK. Right. He really did love uh, Kennedy's. Hmm. Well, so. we have actually a song from that show, if you want to set this up, too. I love that ah. song, The Secret Service. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love it. So, so if you, does it take set up or, or does it speak for itself? It speaks for itself. Here she That's is what I trying to, to date. You know, again, we're talking youth. <laughs> right, right. Well, this is this is Anita Gillette, the Secret Service. This is from Mr. President. Take a listen. The Secret Service makes me nervous when I am dating. They are waiting to observe us. When I get ready to hold steady for a kiss, he'll plant the secret service, makes me nervous, and I can't. They're always spying, no denying. They're always peeping, gumshoe creeping, private eyes. When I'm beginning to give in like a maiden and the secret service makes me nervous and I can't. I've been exposed beyond control, just like a goldfish in a bowl. The president's daughter 
must drink water. No drink of scotch, she might do what she hadn't altered. When I'm ignited, so excited that I start to pant. The Secret Service makes me nervous when my lamps are lit. And I say, this is it. The Secret Service makes me nervous and I can't. The Secret Service makes me nervous. Those White House dicks get all their kicks when they observe us. Just as I wind up, make my mind up not to say I won't. The Secret Service makes me nervous, and I don't. When things look rosy, they get nosy. They'll say they're such a plain, such a very cozy. My pulse goes higher, I'm on fire, shaking at the knees. The Secret Service makes me nervous, and I freeze. Whatever I may do or say Will be reported the next day When I'm reported, it's distorted They don't see clearly when I'm merely being courted When I'm just necking, simply pecking With a carry grin They stand behind me Remind me who and what I am When I don't give a damn The secret service makes me nervous And I can't oh. I love it. Thank you Can I Oh my something? god, I sound like I'm three That's <laughs> adorable That music is you know, right and now all like... the t- Wanted and did, you know, it, those were all Josh Logan notes that I had to enunciate properly. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like, I don't, I, I, because he directed All American and I say Co Porter tune. I'll, I'll never get over that when I listen to it. I know, love nobody it. speaks like that, but. Anyway, oh, that's so funny. We are with we are with Anita Gillette, and you can call in at five one six four one eight five five nine. We're going to be right back with a serious song from the great show Jimmy. We'll be right back with Anita Gillette. Oh. You're listening to Michael Massey broadcasting live from Anguilla. We'll be right back. Taking a family of five to the amusement park can cost a small fortune. Oh yeah. So to save some money, we thought. Hey, let's bring the amusement park to us. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, step right up. Step right up, young man. Are you ready to ride the Wacky Waterfall? That's just the bathtub with the shower head running. Nope. It's the Wacky Waterfall. It's the shower, Dad. Waterfall. Wacky. There's an easier way to save. To get a free rate quote, go to Geico.com. Then buy online, over the phone, or at your local Geico office. Bobby, you're here again. Yeah, my doctor told me to reduce stress at work, so I come to Buffalo Wild Wings to eat lunch and watch sports. I get to pick one of seven entrees, like sandwiches and salads, plus one of seven sides. Well, like sides. It's so affordable, I can finally take a vacation. Where are you going to go? Here, Tim, here. Introducing the new B-Dub Fast Break Lunch Menu, starting at a new low price. Dine-in or order takeout weekdays between 11 and 2. Participation and availability may vary. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. You're listening to Michael Massey Live. If you'd like to join the Michael Massey Live show on the air, call area code 516-418-5590. And now, back to the show. 
Well, welcome back to Michael Mashi Live. I am Michael Mashi, along with my wife Blanca, as always. And we have the, the uh, fantastic Anita Gillette with us right here live on the air. And again, our number is 516-418-5590. You can speak with Anita. So, Anita, yeah. we're going to get back to one more show. Before the break, we were talking about uh, a beautiful song that you sang in the show, Jimmy. Oh. And it's called yes. Jimmy. Yes. It's and you about with, uh, Mayor Walker. Frank Gorshin, you know. too. Oh, it's a beautiful song. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a good song. I put that one together with, or Barry Kleinbord did, with her face from Carnival, or his face we changed it to. But anyway, um, that's the, that. we'll talk about that later. Um, sure. But it was, uh, the scene was, you know, I was, J- Mayor Jimmy Walker was uh, mayor of New York in the 20s. And uh, that was the t- around the time then there was so much uh, graft and greed in Tammany Hall. Right. He was in a lot of trouble then. And he, Julie Wilson, like, oh, God, I loved Julie Wilson. Mm. Uh, anyway, Julie played his wife, and I played his mistress, uh, Corrine, that worked at Texas Guinan's nightclub. And... Um, and it was, and the, they, he was trying to run for office again, and so there was a scene where the wife comes to my dressing room at the nightclub, and says, "If you really love him, you'll give him up because the city loves him more, and he loves the city, and and they won't stand for um, him getting going through a divorce, and it's a scandal, and blah blah." So that's when she's, you know, left alone and thinks what, that she's going to have to break up with him. Right, and, and, that, and that is this song. Yes. Okay, well, we're going to take a listen to that right now. This yes. is Anita Gillette singing okay. the song Jimmy from the show named Jimmy. Take a listen. And that's 
okay with me. There's lots of other fish in the sea. I forgot him already. Fantastic, though. <laughs> Whoa, thank you. Great. Thank Tell me, you. Uh, I mean, honestly, that was fantastic. And, you know, what mistress of today would actually give up their guy? You know, nowadays, it's, that's not the case. Right. There, was, there was so much social stigma, and, you know, you could actually have that's a conversation right. with the other woman and say, all right, back off because this is bad for his career. And, and she'd be like, okay. I know. I know well, that, that, that scene today. would never take place in today's world, I don't <laughs> think. Different, different day, but that just amazing. That that really was a powerful song, really. And of course, I got to ask you. So in Jimmy, you you, uh, performed with Frank Gorshin. Was Frank Gorshin the one that played the Joker in the Batman? That's right. Yeah, I thought so. That's right. That that funny green uh, jumpsuit that he's doing. (laughs) I love that. Oh That's yeah! Where I remember him from? Yeah. Oh, oh my God! Funny. Yes. Yeah. He he, <laughs> he 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 was a he was very talented guy, but extremely insecure in a lot of ways. He just never believed enough in himself. I don't think. I mean, really? he was constantly worried he'd never work again, or that he didn't hmm. do a good enough job. I mean, occasionally, um, and he was so good. He wasn't really the right type for Mayor Walker, who was a bon vivant man about town, very, you know, stylish kind of guy. You know, he wasn't like a Jimmy Cagney. And right, Jimmy right. Cagney impression was what got Frank Gorshin the job, actually. Because Jack Warner oh, okay. was one of our produ- was the producer, the main producer of our that musical. And for an audition, he Jack said, do your Cagney. And what hmm. that has to do with Mayor Jimmy Walker, I have no idea, you know what I mean, because it was absolutely the wrong thing. But um, Frank conquered it. He really did. He, he he got there. and But he was unsure. And several times, because Julie and I would take our bows, and then we would point mm-hmm. upstage for him to take the last bow. And sometimes he refused to come out and take a bow. Really? And Julie said, we're not going to be sitting here with, you're not standing here on stage with, you know, egg on her face. So we both, she said, we're going up and talking to Frank. She was quite a character when she wanted to be. She was sweet, but she knew, she Mm -hmm. knew what she was doing. And 
so I said, I'm not going to say anything. She said, well, I will. And she, we, we went up to his dressing room, and she read him the riot act, and he never did it again. So wow. that was cool. Well, let me ask you, those are some really neat behind-the-scenes stories. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what in I'm your good experience, for. In your experience, though, with a lot of the people that you work with, do you find that that's more of a common nature of performers, or is it more the opposite? Is, does one usually tend to – you know, think well, that they're not good know, enough for. Well, you know, the insecurity, uh, I mean, it, I believe it's all in how it's, it's expressed. Some people express it with excessive egos, you know, but when you're being right. excessive and egotistical, what is that based on? On what right. is that based? It is based on fact insecurity, so you have to act big or important or you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm, I right. think that there's a, how, what are we doing? You know, it's the old, it's the song, it's Penny's show. Da, 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 da. Why, why do we do it? It's an addiction, right. I call it. Applause, applause. Mm-hmm. It's simply, yep. that's attention. And that's like a little kid. He either moans or he gets mad or he throws a tantrum or he cries or you know you you it's a it's a demand for attention. I and and then if you can manage that and get it into something that that expresses your creativity as well, I think you've landed it. I think that's really what it's about. And I, that's right. probably right. too long a description of what. No, I mean, no. But, it's a good psycho, you know, psychological assessment yeah. of it. A lot of really brilliant, talented people like to take the uh, the humble approach, or rather, yeah. you know, oh no, I'm not good enough, because they That's don't want right. to compliment themselves. They'd yeah. rather other people do that. Um, I know. I knew a number of really great, brilliant artists, painters, and they mm-hmm. never thought their work was good enough. They were always, no, no, it's bad. Yeah. Like, no, it's, I'm not going to yeah, show it. It, it applies to all, it, all across the board. You know. Especially yes. in the arts, where you're, where the government isn't, you know, nobody's really on our side until you get them there, you know. Right. It's not like working for a corporation. It's, it's, uh, but you know, even Ray Bolger, he told me he used to throw up before every performance. Really? I believe, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. Ray Bolger. Huh. Isn't hmm. that amazing? You, yes, yeah. but you know what? You give your everything to these performances. And you're you're making yourself so vulnerable for so many, yeah. and that's it's why. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's something that you learn how to, it, over the years how to conquer um, the fear. You you never not have it because if you don't have some sort of something going on, you know, right. at, at least adrenaline squirting all over the place. You sure. Know, you you mm-hmm. need that. You really do in order to go out there into that bright light from the dark right. and go out and yeah. you never know what's going to meet you, you know, what, mm-hmm. uh, sure. especially when you do long runs such as I have done in some of the shows, like well, when I did Don't Drink the Water, for instance, that was a straight play, Woody Allen play I did. And um, one night, you know, it was about a, an American family. Again, a Woody Allen, crazy kind of comedy. It was a very, very funny play. And mm-hmm. I was just mostly the straight man in those days, giving Lou Jacoby and Kay Medford all the laughs. We were the family that got caught behind the Iron Curtain. We had to find, you know, uh, in Russia, and we had to find the 
American embassy, and we were sort of trapped in there, you know. And one night, Mm -hmm. a man got up in the second row with a big banner and saying, with a big sign that said, kill the Russians. And we, you know, and he started to rant and rave in the middle of the play. And it was, nobody knew what to do. Tony Roberts was in it. And I had an entrance just about then. <laughs> I just went, oh my gosh. I, I didn't know what else to do, but I just ran back out into the wings. <laughs> Tony never forgave me, I don't think. But he had plenty <laughs> of people on stage with him to help him out. <laughs> it was it was a difficult thing. They had to stop the show and get the guy out of the, uh, you know, escorted out. Right. Wow. And we had to re- restart the show. And... um it, it's uh, it, it, but so you and 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 then but you, what you hope for is what usually happens and what you work for is that they, they you you feel them and they the audience and it's like riding on a great symphony orchestra you know it's 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 the 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 support it's the, it's what you need and it is pure bliss when it mm-hmm. works that's what sure. I think. If you like your part, and if you're doing a long run, you better like your part. And yeah. um, you have to, because you do have to go out there and give it your all every night. Yeah, absolutely. That's why the stage becomes a family. Everybody that's working in the production. Yes, it's true. Hmm. That that well, that, that really is. If you're doing a monologue like Shirley Valentine, <laughs> it's it's very lonely. Um, doing Shirley sure. Valentine, but. It's rewarding, but it's very lonely. It's so mm-hmm. much better to have a family of actors on stage with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd like to talk about your TV career uh, a little bit. Oh, thanks. Um, and I do see that you your first appearance was on the Ed Sullivan Show in 1963, correct? Well, uh, that was not my first appearance. I don't know oh, it wasn't. That okay. somebody wrote that. No, because I did game shows before that. Before I Ed did, Sullivan? At the game shows, and I did the Ed Sol- I did the the Tonight Show. I did a lot of Tonight Show. Wow! In 1962 wow. and 1960, I did oh, wow. 61, and I did um, I did you know what's my line? I have I think I don't remember exactly the one you have on there from when what year that was, but. I mean, I did those game shows, and then, and then, because I, I didn't do cabaret right away, right? You know, and that's when I, uh, uh, when I did the Sullivan show. Was Ed now Sullivan when you were doing the to- doing- now forgive me uh, when you were doing the Tonight Show. Are we talking Jack Parr? Or are we talking Johnny? No, Carson? Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson. I'm trying to yeah. remember when when Johnny started uh, on Tonight Show. Do you remember what year well, that was? Well, it must when he have started? been after 1960 because I went wow. on for Anna Maria Alberghetti uh, in uh, 1961, I believe, in Carnival. Uh, that was after I had the baby, and then I I went I got her the job of her understudy in Carnival, and. Um, so I think it was like 1961 or 62 that I took over for her, and that was like David Merrick did this big press thing, and it really started, it jump-started my career because he said right. I was better than she was, and it was a big, it was in all the newspapers all over the world. I had wow. press. It was amazing. And um, 
So I was doing, you know, I think it must have been like 61 because, um, I or two because when, because when I did the the took over in Carnival, I actually did Jack Parr. He, oh, he was, okay. Yeah. Wow. And Mike Wallace, I did both of those shows. I have a tape right. of me with Jack Parr. I'll have to find out the date. And then wow, Johnny wow. came after that. But I have yeah. a, a, a. I know that I did the the, the uh, Carson show in '62. Okay. '63. Okay. Hmm. That's so, so. That's so fascinating. And some of the guests along with you, uh, I remember those were the golden days, boy. When when Carson was having some guests on. Oh my goodness. Oh the, Just my the gosh. legends. Do you do you remember who was on with you by any chance? Oh, it was. There's so many people. People, Henry Morgan was one of my faves. Oh yeah, because I knew him from the game shows, and his wit was so dry, and right. he was so incredible. Um, I mean, there was John Davidson, and uh, of course not Subi Sales. Um, uh, oh gosh, I have to, I'd have to go back and think of <laughs> all the people on the Carson show. That's that goes back a long way. But but you know, there, yeah, it, it's so wonderful because you know those people that you're mentioning. It just brings back a, literally a feel-good time, yeah. you know, for everybody. Because there's yeah. nobody like that. And well, there's I shouldn't say there's nobody like that today, but there'll never be anybody like those celebrities again. I I, I mm-hmm. truly feel like feel like that, and especially the match game when I mentioned that because I I truly truly remember watching you on that show. Uh, yeah. When I was a little younger. Um, but yeah, it, uh-huh. it just it just brings back such good feelings of just one. I used to want to, you know, I was one of those kids that wanted to pretend to be sick and be home just to watch game shows. <laughs> yeah, he pretended to stay <laughs> sick so he'd be you. on the couch watching those shows with his mom. No, but um, but of course, not only game shows. You were on some serious shows as well. You worked with the great Jack Klugman on Quincy. Um, I did. You played his wife, right? I did twice. You and know, you I died on, on uh, Jack's show. I died. Oh, and, really? And I played his wife the year before I went on as the woman he married. He, I, did, I played his dead wife. They decided oh. that his, he had been married and his wife had died because he wanted to do a death scene and he wanted to, you know, he wanted to sit by somebody's side. So, so how did that make you feel? Nice. <laughs> no, it was Real funny. Nice. I, you know, it was weird because the way they, 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 he's sitting in a laundromat and, you know, the little window when the clothes go around, they superimposed yeah. my face in his thoughts and there I was. <laughs> And then they showed me in the hospital bed, and I was dying, and Jack was there and played this great scene. It was a small kind of thing, we, you know. And, and then the next year, Jack called and said, Anita, I'm going I'm to have – he's going to get married in this, in this year, and I want you to be my wife. I said, Jack, I can't be your wife in this. I, I just died on your show. He said, I don't care, so you look a lot alike. Who cares? You oh, that's be my so wife. funny. That's, that's so funny. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's a cool oh, story, okay? That is really great. But just, <laughs> just like soap opera style. I know, right? Well, just for our listeners, we're talking What's My Line, um, Match Game, uh, the Pyramid Series uh, with Dick Clark. Um, you were on a show called Me and the Chimp. I vaguely remember yes. that show with Ted Bessel, right? Uh, yes, it was with Ted Bessel who had been with Marlo Thomas 
uh, on the, that girl, you know. That's so where I remember him from. Okay, yes. Yep, yep. Okay. I knew he looked familiar. It was familiar just voted like show. number number fifty in the, I mean a number a number whatever in the fifty worst TV shows ever. Oh <laughs> no. There, but I had fun. That sounds I, good. I, and then you you worked with Robert, oh young Robert Urich and Jodie Foster and Bob Carroll, oh, Ted God, and Alice. Oh God, I love them. Yes. Yeah. In um and, in Bob Carroll, Ted and Alice. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, All That Glitters, with Norman Lear's All That Glitters. You worked on that, too. I was in some shows that were way ahead of their time. If they were, Mm -hmm. you know, done at a later date, they would have been successful. You know, who else but Norman Lear would make the world just completely reversed and made God a woman and and, and Adam was from her rib. And so all the the men's, yeah, it's completely role reversal. And what a good idea. You know, maybe we could do a once-a-week role reversal or something. Right. <laughs> yes. What about that, well, Blanca? You... It's, well, we do that at home. We do, honestly. We you do? Yeah, we, we actually you. do that. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> idea. It changes it up. You know, my husband likes to cook. He really is a fantastic Right. He knows his way around a kitchen really well, but it's Italian cooking, which for me, I was never an Italian type of a, of a cook. I'm culinarily trained. I make Chinese food, uh, you know, so that was my area. But Michael likes taking over, and I'm not going to argue with what say, no, don't cook because oh. you're making me fat. No, of course. <laughs> no, please, oh, run on the beach. I don't want to be in the kitchen. <laughs> That's great. So we do roll reversal, oh. and I do take care of the administration and, and our business. Uh, matters, uh-huh. you know, back in the States. So we do have role reversal in it, and it's nice. Yeah. We have a healthy respect for each other, and, and I think that that's, that's what's important. I was going to say, that's the most important mm. thing. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, my two, you know, I have two sons. Go ahead. Ah, right. I have two boys. You do too? We have five boys and five? three girls. Oh. Yeah, five boys and three girls, yes. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I'm so impressed. Uh, oh, my goodness. Don't, don't be. <laughs> let's just say, let's just say they, they, we, have, we have now entered four in college. Okay? So we're halfway there. But it's, oh, uh, wow, it's, it's a lot of support, a lot of work, a lot of coordination. Oh, and yeah. Thank God for, for Anguilla because it's really in, in, improving our longevity. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What a gig. Oh, I, yeah. I might I know, come down really and happy. visit you. My my bow, my I have an English bow. Who we've been doing the across the pond boogie for like thirteen years. Ooh, so. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, this yeah. is a great meeting place. People come here and they swear they never want to leave. It's it's really paradise on earth. Oh, it sounds it, like fun and it's beautiful. It's a lot of fun. It I really you. Yeah, it's oh. restful. I mean, I. I Honestly, can say you can have a nice cocktail beachside. They have these wonderful people who just come right over and say, "How are you doing today? Can I get you a drink?" And then, boom! There's a nice mojito or a nice uh, oh. rum punch. It's, wow. it's convenient, and there's always food. Oh, it and sounds food. wonderful. <laughs> I'm <Yes>. ready. <laughs> come on over, girl. For those Next of you winter, that are, hun, I'll be there with <laughs> my with my Mr. Bates with with David Bates. David there Bates. Write that down. He's from David. London. <laughs> There you go. For those of you that are just tuning in, we are we are chatting with the uh, with the talented Anita Gillette, and uh, let, let, I want to ask you about your movie career now. 
Um, oh, was boy. Moonstruck your first movie? No. Uh, yes, it was my first feature film. Yes. Okay. Where okay. I actually had to worry about the size of my nostrils. I, I was concerned <laughs> because when I went to see the, <laughs> the movie, I was I had been working. I missed both premieres, the one in L.A. and the one in New York, and I was in Canada working. They had a premiere in Toronto, and I was doing a play. So I mm-hmm. couldn't go to the premiere. But I did go to – first I saw the whole movie was in Toronto, and I went with my coat over my head and took a peek, <clears throat> and I kept having to go back because I was worried that my, my nostrils were good. I mean, you know, it's a huge screen. It's a big screen, yeah. You know, and, and they did some flow. close-ups, I remembered. So I thought, oh, my gosh. Anyway, I was I was <laughs> pleased eventually. I thought, you know, Norman Jewison was a great director and said, it's a small part, Anita, but it's very important. And so, and the movie is a classic. So Absolutely. I, I love that out movie. in getting to be, you know, in a classic movie like that. Mm-hmm. It never, it never gets old. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you've gone it's on the- to do so many other movies, but I noticed uh, you've done a lot of roles where you, you play Moms, you're always a mom in a lot of these roles. Uh, yeah, I've been everybody's mother. Uh, next is going <laughs> to be grandmothers, I guess. I've been She's Tina Fey's mother on TV. Yes. Oh, and, uh, that's great. On Thirty Rock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's a marvelous girl. Oh, she's so talented. I love her. She so really much. is. Oh, what a hilarious lady. Oh, yes. she really is. She's wonderful. Her so, comedy is amazing. Um, and, and no, she's she is she's amazing, and she and Amy Poehler together too are just <laughs> yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. I love I love being funny. If I could be funny, that that's that's all. I, that's the only reason I'm doing cabaret shows. Is I said to our director, if you know, if I can't be funny, I'm not going to get up here and talk about myself. This is right. silly. Nobody really <laughs> right. wants to hear all about right. that stuff. So anyway, and 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 I'm funny. I think so. You are, and <laughs> you and Penny together are, are oh my riot. Goodness, you guys are adorable. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> We're going to talk about that too, um, but okay. of course you, you were also you most recently you've been on Modern Family, one of our favorite shows. Um, oh yeah. Now I tried to get a clip of that. I could not locate one, and that's a very recent show. Yeah. So yeah, I could not locate that. I have what? I have a I have a clip of it. I could. Have I would you. love to see it. Yes. Well, okay. I think I, we saw we saw her on the show. I I did not. <clears throat> you play you play Phil Dunphy's mother, right? Is that what it is? That's right. No, no, yeah. no. She his mother had died and left a message, you know, a note that to fix up, you know, her his his father. Oh, right, right. Okay. He should go to this woman because she's the only woman that she would accept. She said they're all going to be at him with their casseroles. So go to this woman. <laughs> And of course, that's Fred Willard that that plays the love Fred interest Willard. anyway. Yeah, oh, right. Great too. Oh my God! I wanted and of course, so much for them to hire me as a semi regular or whatever, you know, like him. Yeah. But they, they didn't do it. I thought he'll, he'll need a replacement mother, you know, but they didn't. Yeah. I've been Bill Murray's mother in Larger Than Life. The movie that's right with the elephant. Right. And um, right. And Jack Black's Jennifer mom. Jennifer Aniston's mother, and she's the one. Yes. And, and Eddie Burns' oh movie. And then I was Eddie Burns' movie, uh, a mother in uh, Fitzgerald Family Christmas, not too wow. long ago. But wow. Uh, I, and I did Shall We Dance with Richard Gere, which was great fun. 
A great movie. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I still Richard have, Gere. Uh, Shall we dance? Was that with Jennifer Lopez? Yes, Jennifer yes. Lopez, uh-huh. yep. I and played Miss Mona, who ran oh, the dance right. Susan studio. Yes, yes. I mean, Wait, Miss, Miss Mitzi. Mitzi. Miss Mona Miss was Mitzi. in Moonstrike. That's right. <laughs> Mona, yeah, that was a bad girl, Mona. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know the song I sing when I associate that? I sing, he may be your man, but he comes to see me sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a Joe Williams song. Oh, I, I love, love Joe, Joe Williams, too. Oh, so yeah. now let's talk about you, uh, what you're working on right now. Now, you had a big successful show with Sin Twisters with yes. Penny Fuller. Uh, yep. And you're going to be you're going to be performing Sin Twisters too, and tell yes. tell everybody where that's going to be and when it's going to be. Right. Okay. It's this coming Friday, June third, at seven o'clock at the Met at the Metropolitan Room, thirty four West Twenty Second Street. Wonderful. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's it's fun. Tell everybody about the show too. Yes. About Sin Twisters too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sin yeah. Twisters. Well. We talk about how people have mistaken us for each other. Um, uh, It happened to us all throughout our career. Somebody would call me Penny, and and I didn't know that people were calling her Anita (laughs) until, I mean, we knew each other, of course, because we competed for the same roles, and we didn't really, we weren't like close, close friends or anything, but we both knew Len Cariou. And and Len Cariou had a party, a Christmas party, invited both of us at the same time. And we each went on our own. And so we hooked up at the that party with a glass of wine. We, we decided we really needed to talk, so we slid down the wall next to <laughs> at the party with a glass of wine and sat down on the floor and and just just talked. So and, and she just came up with this idea that we could do a show. She was doing, you know, she taught cabaret up at the O'Neill, and and so she, I I had never done cabaret really, and um, she's she anyway she talked me into doing a duet with her, and I also did my solo show, uh, after all, but our duet she called it Sin Twisters because her mother always used to do that like a Spoonerism, you know, right? That was because uh, uh, it, it, it was Reverend Archibald William Archibald Spooner who invented. You couldn't, you know, he 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 put the first letter like Janita Alette or Balula Tankhead, <laughs> right. you know. That, right. That's <laughs> I think that's the funniest Balula Tankhead. Um, so <laughs> that's because we always get mixed up, just like last week. I received a packet of headshots for me to autograph from this fan who sent it through my agent, and three of them were of Penny. Oh, that's and so I, funny. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so we, so we talk about that, and we talk about our beginnings in New York, and we have, uh, you know, a lot of stories we tell, and we sing a lot of wonderful songs, and we sing Once Upon a Time because uh, Charles Strauss wrote All American from and you know that song is from All American where you played nightlife uh it's that show and Ray right. Bolger and Eileen Hurley sang that song as a duet so Penny and I sing uh, sing Once Upon a Time and um and be, 
because we're both Strauss people, you know, Charles Strauss and Lee Adams. And um, and we do the cabaret, a big, great cabaret medley because we both played Sally Bowles. And so it's funny and it's touching and uh, we will, I could, one review said that, hilarious um, and in that he was, uh, and we were touching as well. So, and awestruck was he, this reviewer. <laughs> and um, Bill Wolf said, for a good time, go see the combination of Gillette and Fuller, or Fuller and Gillette, whichever way, <laughs> whoever gets the billing. And, or Joller um, or Follette. Yes, Jiller and Follette. Jiller and Follette. <laughs> and go. we're doing it again on at the Met Room on the 9th of June, which is the following Thursday. Uh, you know, for those of you in the New York area, and boy, I wish we were, um, you got to check I this show out. Were. These are just, we really do. And two legendary performers just doing their thing. And it's the little bit that we've seen of your, your original Sin Twisters, um, just totally delightful. entertaining and delightful. We, uh, we really enjoy it. Yeah. But we encourage every all of our friends to go and, and see uh, the great Anita Gillette and Penny Fuller in Sin Twisters 2. Anita, it's been so wonderful chatting with you. It's oh, really thank you, Michael. It's been you. fun, too. And I, I love <laughs> chatting with both of you. And don't be surprised if I show up down there. I'm sure oh, you're anything. welcome. Anytime. You're welcome to be with us. I mean, we have plenty of room in our home, plenty of room at the, hotel, at the resort, the Queen's Art Golf Resort okay. and Spa. And All they right. have a bar over there. So that's that. <laughs> yeah. We'll be hitting that beach. I'm sure. <laughs> okay. And until until you visit here, you know, don't be a stranger to the show. You can call in any time, okay? We'd love to talk with you again. Thank you. All and right. we know you've got to get to rehearsal, too. I know I Penny's do. Waiting They're going to be here any minute, and they all want food Please and coffee. <laughs> Please tell I'm our like friend mother, Penny I, that I mean, these hi. mother roles don't come to me naturally, you know. There's a reason. Just, Penny says, I don't feed. I don't. <laughs> but she eats, so anyway. Oh, that's so funny. Well, please tell her we said hello, and the best of luck I to will. you, and have a fantastic show in Sin Twisters, too, all right? And please get somebody Thank to, you so much. to live stream Thank it. Thank you. Okay. Absolutely. Bye. We'll talk Bye. soon. Ciao for now. All right. She's wonderful. I love her. I love her. Just what a career. Oh, my gosh. It's incredible, all the wonderful celebrities that she's worked with, and she's She's big. I mean, to think that your first role would be with Ethel Merman. Oh, yeah. my goodness. It's just legendary. And Ray Bolger. Just... Just the names that are that are coming out of history is just pretty amazing. But <laughs> that Irving Berlin was her friend. Irving Berlin, her friend. Okay, that's amazing. Okay. Wow. I well, mean, I'm awestruck. It's, yeah, it's I I really do. You know, we were talking with Richard Skipper uh, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. We are really we are really thinking about going up to New York when yes. we get some time off here in Anguilla. Um, really like to see all of these people because they're just wonderful, wonderful actors and actresses and singers and they and just seem to be genuine, nicely nice people. They, they just really are wonderful. They are and you know, creative people are they're really receptive and welcoming of uh, of other artists, new artists, you mm-hmm. know, a, a newbie. It's like, come on, kid, let's show you a few things. You know, you got to carry that torch. I love that. Yeah. Because that's something that is so necessary in the arts is to learn from um, you know, from the greats. Yeah. Really important. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Well, another great show. And once again, we are broadcasting to you from the beautiful island of Anguilla uh, at the Cuisinart Golf Resort and Spa Studios. <laughs> and uh, 
we're, we're just happy to be able to bring these wonderful people to you. And uh, sweetheart, another great show. Thank great you for show. your help. And, thank and, you for being a great host. And thank you to our listeners and thank you to our callers. And uh, we're going to be back soon, so make sure you stay tuned to our show schedule. Um, you can always go to michaelmashylive.com, and we'll always put on there who we're scheduling and who we're going to be talking to. And you can also listen to the archived shows as well. And I uh, hope everybody had a wonderful Memorial Day yesterday, and for our friends out here in Anguilla, a wonderful Anguilla Day. But uh, we will talk to you again soon. Uh, thank you, everybody, once again. We'll see you soon. <laughs> You've been listening to The Michael Mashey Show. If you'd like to promote your business or upcoming event, contact the show at info at michaelmasheylive.com. Go to www.michaelmasheylive.com to follow the show and receive email notifications when we're going live with future shows. Share this website on Facebook, Twitter, and email. You can follow Michael on Twitter at at Mike and Anguilla or on Facebook at Michael Mashey Live. Join us for our next broadcast. Ciao for now.